With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the next stop on this train will be... It's up to you. This is 161st Street, Yankee Stadium. Welcome to another episode of 161st Street Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Luke Rella, here with... Damon Romeo, back again. What's going on? So we finally figured out how to do a little bit of remote access here. So Damon's going to be a lot more live, a lot more active so what do we, uh, we got we got some great things to talk about here. Uh, definitely coming off a little heartbreak after last night, but uh, there's still a lot to lot to love about. Yeah, I, going out yeah. There. I mean, there's I don't, I don't want to consider it a heartbreak. I mean, it's. Uh, I would consider I think, it a heartbreak. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but in the grand scheme of things, going one and one, and coming home for three games, it's 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 pretty fantastic considering it's the. Best second best team in in the league we're facing right now. You know it's 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 great in, in my in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, if you told me that we were going to go out there and start out in Houston and split the series and then go back to the Bronx for three games, I'd be. And if you told me that the game we'd lose was the Verlander game, I'd be like, yeah, that's probably good. I'd be really happy. So, yeah, I of mean, course. The Grinky game we needed to win because that's. That was the benefit of them going five and us going and sweeping because then we get Grinky to start game one and hopefully get Grinky for possibly three. I don't know how they're going to do it. I know we're planning on doing like the, the bullpen day, but yeah, bullpen uh, day on, uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, but I feel like they they might do just the three man rotation, just flip it, you know? Yeah, I mean, also, I feel like. Um... You know, we have done bullpen days with great success over the over the course of uh, the season. You know, I mean, yeah, and bullpen days. We, weren't we undefeated? Yeah, it was. It was like it was twenty some something. Ridiculous stat. Yeah, it was some ridiculous stat where we we didn't lose a game, and when the when there was a certain sequence of pitchers, it was like um, it was Adovino. Um, it was Britton, Adovino, Chapman, and Canley, or Canley Chapman. We were yeah. undefeated. Yeah. And, and I, I think in bullpen yeah. days, we have been also undefeated. I don't know the exact number, but it's clearly worked. And anybody who says that it doesn't work is just out of their goddamn mind. It hasn't been watching the Yankees play baseball this year. So yeah. 
I mean, a lot to love out of that. And I think it's, we were talking before me and Murph and Kev, and we were saying like that, honestly, as much as it may not seem like an advantage, it, that's an advantage for us over the, the Astros because they are most likely, they don't have the luxury of a bullpen that we do. And as, as weird as that may seem, considering we seem to get shot out by them yesterday, but that's, that was uncharacteristic of them. And I feel like our ability to have a bullpen day gives our starters an extra day's rest. And we've seen what even Justin Verlander has done on short rest, and he got rocked in yeah. against against Tampa. So, I mean, the luxury of having the bullpen day mixed in between gives us a regular or as regular as it gets in the playoffs of like a five days rest or like four days rest or something like that. And I feel like they're going to probably do the three person and rotate it and if that's the case, we're getting Grinky three times. True, but I mean, like that's that's also Grinky off of you know one getting his absolute shit kicked in and off the short rest too, you know. Yeah, and we got we got Grinky at the most rest, and we rocked him. So if we get Grinky on short rest, I mean, it's gonna look like an Orioles yeah. game. <laughs> I mean, the one the one thing I am a little worried about with with the bullpen day on Wednesday, I know that, um, well, I guess you could make two arguments to this, to this, like on both sides, but we did use what, like everybody in the bullpen yesterday. Yeah. I mean, which, so, I mean, w- even with that, we, there's we, a lot of, we there's used, a lot of we things. Nine, we used nine people in the bullpen yesterday. I know, I know a lot of people were like, Hey, let's, they came in for a batter or so, um, which is, which is one reason why I'm saying, you know, two sides of a story because maybe it's good that they got like got the the playoff jitters out for for an inning or so. That's my way to look at it because you know it's like someone like was a wise ago who. I, mean, I don't want I don't want to see that guy touch the fucking field again. I know. I'm just he saying. actually threw nine balls in a row. I know. I know. Let me rant I mean, about Loisga real quick, dude. Loisga <laughs> fucking <laughs> sucks. Loisga, I didn't want him to make the fucking roster. First of all, second of all. Yeah, drink your fucking whiskey. It's going to be a long red. So, Loisga <laughs> actually fucking blows. And the fact that he came out there and didn't throw a strike until the 10th pitch or whatever the fuck it was. Boone literally came out there. And I think I tweeted it out. Boone literally came out there. And I was wondering what what could possibly be said to Loisga from Boone. And he had to have been like, you literally missed every single spot imaginable. <laughs> like, yeah. there. There is nothing good. Like we, you don't pat him on the back and say, "Hey, good job, buddy. You did good." No, you didn't. You did fucking terrible. You didn't throw a goddamn strike. Like at least give us a chance to field it. You know. Right. All I'm saying is, I'm a positive person. Let's like look at the bright side of things. And there's no bright side maybe, with the wise guy. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe. Shut your mouth. Maybe <laughs> we had. It's just some jitters he needed to get out before he pitches another time. And maybe he comes out and just shuts the shit down. Now, this is a very, very slim maybe with a bunch of different variables, but I'm just saying it's no. possible. Fuck Loise. It's possible. It's nope. Possible. Fuck Loise. There's only I, one I, scenario where I want to see that guy touch the field, and it's when the game's over. <laughs> I, want, I don't want him touching the field unless, listen, unless listen, it is am, final and he cannot have an impact on the game. Listen, I'm agreeing. He can, he, he can high five everybody. I don't give a fuck like that. He can touch the field then. But if it means that the game is on the line or anything's on the line, he, he, all right. Actually, you know what? I was fine because he closed out game one and he were up seven nothing. Game was over. That's okay. 
that's fine to me because we save arms. That's the only scenario where I want to see him again. In a high leverage situation, and I get it because we don't have, we had to use him, you know, we had to use him. But I think that goes back to the, there was a little bit of misuse to me with the bullpen. I think, I mean, even starting, I'm pissed off about Adovino. Yeah, me too. Whether or not, I mean, yeah, he hung one and that's a home run. You make a mistake off the Springer home run. But I mean, the first time out, when was that? That was in game one. Was Yeah, it was game one. Game one, he goes out and throws four pitches, four-pitch walk, also on Adovino again. He's walking, but like the guy is the best pitcher out of the bullpen possibly this year in mm. the entire majors. It's it, That's a conversation. Let the guy work. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that's like – I mean, yeah, the guy had – Sub sub two ERA the entire the entire season. It's not like he didn't pitch. He pitched you know close to eighty games this year, and you know in the seventy three games he had eighty eight strikeouts. You know he was just like he was lights out the entire time, and like you could not have asked for more of him. And I think it's kind of like the entire season these guys have been playing their role. You know, not once. Has Adovino come in for a single batter? Not once has, you know, like CC Sabathia come in for relief for one batter. Like, I feel like sometimes this whole, we get caught in these playoffs, these playoff moments. Like, I know the whole strategy is different. I understand that. But I'm saying, you know, what we've done, shit works, you know. But I understand that, like, the difference in, like, the, the strategy with the, the series games and the playoffs. But I'm just saying, like, Maybe these guys are just not used to doing that one pitch. These these one batter innings, you know, it's not the most. It's not the craziest thing. Yeah, these, I get you know, it. I know. I'm not. I know. I know. I'm reaching here. I'm reaching here. I'm just saying. I mean, how many? I, how many? How many of these people have been in a playoff game before? I don't care. <laughs> I care. I care. That's a that's a crazy difference. I I no. genuinely think that's a crazy difference. I get it, but there's not room for error. I don't. I'm not here to sympathize with somebody who's never played in the playoffs. If you don't, if right, you don't have I'm it for the playoffs, oh then you don't, God, you're not I'm in. Saying, I'm not saying. Right, I'm not saying that. <laughs> moving moving over to the, still the Adovino stuff. I think there's a little bit of misuse with some of our better arms. Like honestly, it's the playoffs now, and I personally, I don't know about you, but I want to see. Guys like Adovino at least pitch more than four pitches in a, in a like I let the guy work a little bit. He's he's a trusted arm. That's what I was saying, hundred percent. Yeah, but I'm saying with him, even I want the four horsemen. I want Adovino, uh, Canley, Britton, and Chapman. I want them to go at least two, mm-hmm. two innings. I mean, I think that's reasonable. Maybe and, maybe and, maybe and shoot Chag- for two. Yeah, and and, and, I, and I but I know but Chad Green I want to go three because he's yeah. he's te- he can do that. And it's the playoffs, so you got to push a little. Like, I mean, Evaldi threw his arm off, literally arm off, because he didn't pitch last year, <laughs> this year. But, I mean, yeah. the guy like that, like, you want heroes like that. And yeah. especially in a game where Paxton gets pulled early, like, you can't be using guys as a lefty specialist and pull them out after one batter. Like, right. you got because then situations like having an inning, like in the 10th, where, and especially in a series like this, you're going to have close games. 
So you got to plan for a tie game. Like I could have told you that game was going to go in extra innings. I think I said it to the people. But yeah, if they used Adovino for maybe two, if they used or at least one, <laughs> if they used him for that, Chad Green for Chad Green threw well. If he went for three, Canley yeah. went two and a third, no hits. Like that was sick. That's what I want out of them. Yeah. And if that is the case, then you don't have to throw CC Loizga and Hap in one inning, first of all. That's crazy. And then Hap yeah. comes out again. Hap, I get it, but you don't even maybe need have to throw Hap at all. I, I agree. I, I think that this goes back to the whole thing I was saying before, where it's like like this, this whole strategy is just not – doesn't work. You know, it's not how he's, this team is supposed to function, you know. But it's also like I think this whole thing started with, you know, the, the initial plan for Boone was to go Chapman two innings, right? He was supposed to pitch 8-9. Or or nine or nine ten whatever it was, but he ended yeah. up throwing thirty. He ended up throwing throwing thirty pitches in the in the in the first inning that he pitched, and that just fucked everything up. I think he's been doing that like consistently, just throwing thirty plus pitches, twenty five plus pitches per inning, and that's I messing mean, yeah. up the whole bullpen throw. But he's bullpen one of our 12. best pitchers. He's got to be throwing for right. a long time. I know, but he was also lights out. So, but again, he did throw three innings. Three, uh, three, 30 pitches. Yeah, and I want that out of everybody, and that's got to be how this playoff goes because I don't want to see guys like – I mean, even Sessa. He was, if that game kept going, Sessa would probably come in after half. Yeah. And, I yeah, mean, but... Sessa, Sessa is a little bit I, – I don't mind Sessa, but I don't – definitely don't like him more than I do Canely out of, you know, Britton Chapman and Chad Green. Like, yeah. those guys yeah, I need to go. I get – I get yeah, I get more scared when I see Sessa and the Wilds get warming up. Even yeah, like even like CC when he when CC pitched, I was I was having I an was aneurysm. I was, I, was <laughs> I, I did not like that. No, and that like, was, and, so yeah. If you told me that we would get out of that inning, an inning where Hap, CC, and Loazga facing the heart of the Astros order in that yeah. tenth inning, if you told me that they would get out of it unscathed i would totally go fuck yourself that is yeah. not that how i don't know how i was looking at kev and kev <laughs> looked over at me and we were all like loopy as shit because like that was just making us go absolutely bananas like i didn't even know what to do like when britain even like everything everything seemed to be going wrong for us they were mowing us down and they were just getting we were walking all of them and then i look over at kev and he's like like just grinning and laughing and like how fucked up the situation is. <laughs> and then he's like, we might get out of this. It's <laughs> like, no, we're not. No, we're not. And <laughs> I don't know how we did. No idea how he did. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I am, uh, this whole, this whole pitching thing. I'm a little, a little skeptical about, I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, a, a, on a positive note, it, that, these two series, the two games in the in the series so far, have proved that we can we can definitely match up with their pitching, which was a question mark coming into this series because I mean they were supposedly this like like just dominating us obviously in the starting pitching category, but our bullpen's better than theirs, and I was saying that before. So I think as a whole pitching staff, we can obviously we can hang around with them. Yeah, for sure. But I think it's also, you know, I think pitching for sure. I think, you know, it, it equals out in the end. I think we've both been using our bullpens a lot. You know, I think, you know, they used, what was it? They used like six 
five, five, five or six people in the bullpen last night. Um, but I think when it comes down to it, it's we got to score more runs. I think it's like we are I mean, yeah, bullpen. The our bullpen <laughs> I know you got to score to win, but I'm saying, you know, we bullpen, you know, three runs, not, not even, no, two, two runs. One, one was uh, the last one was, you know, the walk off. Um, but, you know, if we're going to be winning these baseball games, we got to be scoring more than two runs. And I think, you yeah. know, our offense definitely wasn't there. Yeah. Especially our two big, our two big guys who have not been hitting lately is, you know, Edwin and, and Gary, you know, which I is think ridiculous it's to me because ridiculous, right? I mean, Edwin was, he at least was there for the ALDS. Like he, his bat was arguably one of our best. And I truly, I have faith he'll come back, but Gary has yeah. done nothing for both series. And I, I know Gary can do it in the playoffs. He's done it. Like I went to the ALDS last year against the Sox and he had those two home runs. And one of them left the ballpark and I, he just, one of those players that needs to get hot and we, we need him. We need him bad. And people are even talking about like, I think, I don't know who it was, but somebody last night when we were watching the game was like, do we start putting in Romine for Gary? And I don't know. I don't agree with that at all, but at what point, if this continues, is that the case? Because um, Ro- Romine has a proven bat, and he can get a hit, and he's walked off games. He's got the ice. He can. He's a yeah. great fielder. Like, I could see yeah. it in your face. You're you're not writing it off. Well, because I know. Listen, I, I've always I've always been a a Romine fan. I think he's been a fan, like a amazing backup catcher could be a starting catcher on a lot of our baseball teams. He is a, he's a very, very clutch hitter. He gets, he's a very like get the job done kind of guy. Um, and, you know, he gets base hits and he's a fantastic fielder. You know, he's a very, very solid catcher. He also hit a ding dong. We've seen yeah, him bombs. Yeah, for sure. But, and it's also, um, you know, Gary Sanchez, when he's on, he's, He's fucking lights out. I mean, he's a scary guy. He was supposed to be the scariest and the best hitter in the lineup going into this year. You know, everyone was like, you know, Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez is going to be. He he is the best hitter in the lineup. He is like he's not talked about enough. Yeah, when he's on. But the reality of it is, in the past four games, he's had he's had two hits. I yeah. I honestly, I love Gary. I mean, he he started the All Star game this year. Um, he, he, when he's on, he's on. When he's not, he's not at all. We've seen him go into bad slumps and I'm not taking him out. I think it's a similar situation to like, uh, like the DD situ- situation, like with DD, how ever, that was literally a conversation. We're like, are we going to start moving over Glaber over to short? Uh, maybe Edwin at first DJ at second and Gio at third. And the, the very next game, Lo and behold, he comes out and he hits that grand slam. And ever since yeah. he's been he's been getting hits. I don't know the specifics, but I know I've seen him been getting hits. He's not struggling out there like Gary is. Yeah, but also Gary has had a history of going through awful slumps. I know. D- and DD DD has not. He he went through a couple. He went through a slump, and that was that was that. But Gary has proven to go through slumps. So yeah. I so I, I don't know at what point I mean playoffs are all about the hot hand the hot team wins it so yeah. at what point do you experiment like 
I'm not saying don't start him one game. I'm saying if he continues like next game, like t- tomorrow, if yeah. he comes out there and just starts out 0 for 3 and it's like the seventh inning, do you pinch hit? Yeah, I was literally – that was the exact scenario I was going to just say. And Like my last is, night, that's what we were saying. Yeah, I, I would probably say yes. If he goes, if he goes over three, and his next three at bats, and it comes to time where it's big spot in the game, and he's up, I would strongly, strongly consider pinch hitting. So wait, hold on. Who would you pinch hit though? Are you pinch hitting Romine, or are you pinch hitting another bat and then putting in Romine after that? Because that's a who is who's on the roster. I have the defense is playing in the outfield. That's really the only changes. Well, then who's going to be on the bench though? Because we still have Stan in an emergency, right? That's what they said. And Stan, they're hopeful that he's going to come back for the next game. So that could be a situation right there. And the hit and Hicks too. And Mabin would be possibly not starting. Like it all depends. But I mean, the bats that we're going to have on the bench, I remember posting 25, man. So. We have Romine on the bench. We're going to have Hicks on the bench. Maybe in Stanton mixing it in. I don't know. But those are the pinch hit bats that we're going to have. That's on the roster right now. Yeah. See, and I, think, I would. Yeah. I would. I don't, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I would probably go Maven or Hicks. Cause I'm assuming. Oh, it depends, though. Or, yeah. yeah. I mean, if Stan's, if Stan's not starting. I don't know. What's his fucking are we really? Like, are we really talking oh. about pinch hitting for Gary Sanchez though? Like yeah, that's. Yeah, I am. I, I really think, am. I know. I am too. I'm. Th- I'm just thinking on face value. Like, would you ever I, actually not... pull the trigger on pinch hitting Austin Romine for Gary Sanchez? No, no, no. I'm. I am saying, pinch hit Gary Sanchez for a Maven or a Hicks or a Stanton, and then ha- Romine go in afterwards. Be that guy behind the plate and then if his spot comes up again Romine can just hit that's what I'm saying I think that's the, the yeah. way to go I, but I, I Gary just has that that thing about him that is like a Stanton sort of thing so if Stanton's like even if Stanton's off right he's still a factor that you have to consider sorry my cat's fucking j- jumping over here what's up ghost <laughs> what are you doing even if he's like so off, like he's still a fe- the fear factor. You know what I mean? Like the pitchers have to pitch around him because he's Giancarlo Sen and he's Gary Sanchez. Like it's the the threat of him hitting a home run, yeah. and and the ability to spit on balls and work counts and big, make pitch counts go up and stuff like that. That's what Gary brings to the plate more than anybody in in the league. You know? Yeah, but again, if it's if it's a seventh inning man on second and third, two outs, and he comes up to the plate, I'm putting someone else in. Yeah. Because there's no reason to work a count up at that point. There's no reason to, you know, it's that, that's, the, that's the big spot right there. I don't know. I, I guess, I mean, only we, we're not the managers, but only time will tell. If I'd say if Gary continues this, I'll give him an entire game, and one more game. Because, I, I mean, the, the fans of the Bronx – are not going to have it. We're, they're going to start very soon starting to boo him. Yeah, but also I don't really think a lot of people are really aware of it because we've been doing well, you know. It's like yeah. 
do you really think the average Yankee fan is really going to say, oh, Gary Sanders is really fucking up these days? Like, the, the, casual, guys, the casual fan? Yeah, I don't think they're going to be realizing, you know, it's, you know, it's the, it's Gary Sanchez who's not, not hitting or not producing. But, you know. Yeah. That's why I listen to podcasts, so you know how to stay up to date. <laughs> yeah, but all right. So back to back to the pitching. Um, the fact I don't know if we talked about it already, but with the, since they took out Paxton early, it does probably make him available for a future game in, in a bigger role or like a soon like a closer game than he was anticipating before, because we were anticipating obviously like a hundred pitches out of him or something like that. But that's definitely a huge benefit that he is able to probably go. Maybe we could even move up his start. Who knows? I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I think if whatever whatever we can do um, in order to make him be that healthy starter, um, we have to always consider. Um, so I think, you know, there's a reason we have, what, 12 people in the bullpen or something crazy like that. Well, we, have, reason- we have 13 pitchers. Yeah, there's there's a reason we have that many pitchers. You know, I think it's like everything everything is centered around are these starting pitchers going to be healthy? Especially Paxton being the guy who is the most consistently lights out these days. You know, and I I I just looked it up too. Paxton only threw 51 pitches. That's great. It's fantastic. He went 2.1. He gave up four hits, one run, one earned, two walks. I mean, that's not even that bad of a line. But do you think that we then is coming to a point where do you think he came out too early? Did that fuck up the no, game? I, I don't know. I mean Boone's been doing the the short leash with a lot of people recently and I agree with it to an extent, but like we said before, like I also don't agree with it with the whole pulling of Adovino, but uh I mean that was something he was criticized for in twenty seventeen, like leaving people in like an inning too long. Yeah. And yeah. that is good and with a game that that's as close as you know, this game was last night. Like everyone matters like that. So I, I do agree with that, but I yeah, mean, I, I, and I agree with that too. Cause it's not like, it's not like the bullpen completely blew it. You know, they did, they, they, they brought the game to extra innings without letting them score on a run. You know, it's like, um, it was actually a home run, but I'm saying like, you know, in a, in a grand scheme of things, bullpen did their job. So I wouldn't call that a stupid decision. Um, and it lets him pitch, you know, his next start, his next outing on a, on a full, fully healthy arm. Yeah. So what do you think about that whole, I don't know if you, I remember you said you didn't see it, but the whole sending of DJ in the, when it was yeah. man of first and second. Yeah. I, I kind of was dozing in and out because right, yeah. work, so, work is tiring. Yeah. <laughs> so during that, debacle so it's man up first and second and i forget what happened i think somebody hit got a hit uh somebody oh fuck i don't know what just happened uh it was just playing some highlights in my ear <laughs> but uh it was somebody had a ground ball to altuve and altuve muffed it and then after that it like bobbled over and correa ended up grabbing it and hosing dj at home but and we were all like freaking out when it happened in the moment. We're like, why the hell would he send him? Like he was so hosed. Like so like literally like five or six steps. He was like clearly out. But then yeah. they showed the they showed the replay. And my initial reaction was like freaking the fuck out. Like, why the fuck would he send him? Who's that guy on third base? But 
then I looked at it and I mean, you got to send him in that. It's a two, two game, two outs. Gary was coming up next to is clearly slumping. And right. I mean, and, and when you look at it, cause when, when he's like waving his arm around, like sending him home that at that moment, Correa wasn't even in the picture and Correa ended up coming over after that, grabbing it and quickly throwing it home. So, I mean, seeing that as I mean, he sent it on for, on like the site of it bouncing off of Altuve's glove, like Altuve muffed it. And then obviously I'm going to send him two in a two, two game with two outs, hundred mm-hmm. percent. So I'm not, I'm not upset by that. I don't know what you would do, but you, I mean, you didn't see the play, but I'm definitely not upset by that because I mean, you got to play to win. Like that's an opportunity and you don't know what's going to happen with two outs. I get it. You're going to get another batter to have a chance with bases loaded, but you have no idea what's going to happen and you have an opportunity right there. And it could have been, it could have been an offline throw. It could have been anything. Yeah. I think with, you know, again, with, with two outs, you, you know, you might need to be a little weary about that. But then again, it's, it is a struggling Gary Sanchez who's up, um, and I think everyone knew that, and that's probably one of the big reasons why he was sent. And like you said before, that throw needs to be completely perfect. You know, that throw needs to be on target, and unfortunately, <laughs> it was. That was but, a dart. It was a. Do you see the yeah, highlight? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I saw the replay of it. That yeah, was a fucking like, dart. Yeah, and like you know. It, that if they they make that throw and it's offline and there's a good chance he scores, so you know, but that's, yeah, that's what happens. That's why that's why baseball is baseball. Anyway, there's a lot of amazing things that we, that we saw. We haven't even talked about the seven zero win. Like we fucking dominated them at home. Yeah, and yeah, no. we saw a playoff. Side. We saw a playoff Tanaka come out. Playoff Tanaka is Oof. clearly oh just every single. He's already no doubt about. And who said that? I Crazy. said that. I agree with Kev now. I said that. I guess. When we were first talking about who was going to be the pitchers in the playoffs, and you guys all shit Whoa. on me for Tanaka. Paxton was the hot hand. I know. I'm just saying. He's coming I off saying, 10 wins in a row. I know. So, all right. So, somebody DM'd us. Somebody DM'd us, and they were saying, do you think Paxton is a viable option to pitch in the postseason? What do you think about that? Um, wait, what was that? Are you, are you, are you doubting Paxton's viability to pitch in the postseason? No, I, I don't at all. I think he's still, I think he's still, you know, a reliable person. I'm just, my thought was, and I'm staying true by it, and clearly it, it proves, is that Tanaka was, is the go-to guy. He is, I want the ball in his hands when it's you know the game's in the line you know i mean he's he's just got it going on i want him i wanted them to bring him into last night because he just he just has the he's got the ice he's got the ice in his veins yeah he's gonna be our native aldi this year just to pitch all the time as much as he can until his arm falls off yeah but like yeah i i i think tanaka's our tanaka's our guy for sure i I think with 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 severino just needs to get his accuracy down a little better yeah, he was I a little think, wild last time, but he was. But his stuff was great. I think. I think his stuff was great, and overall, you know, he proved that you know getting out of those jams, those ridiculous jams that I literally thought we were just going to blow the game at any second. Um, but you know, yeah. he's he he's got the mindset right. It's really just that accuracy he needs to get. He needs to get down. I mean, yeah, he got himself into that bases loaded jam, and I mean, 
we all we all talk about he got out of it and that was awesome electric but he also did get himself into it which is a little cause for concern especially after against a team like the astros who clearly will take advantage of any hung pitch by even the best like adam Ottavino and springer will take that thing a million miles per hour so yeah. that's definitely a cause for concern but sevy oh, i mean the main key for him pitching to, he's pitching tomorrow right yeah so Seve versus Cole, I mean, the main key for him, definitely, like you said, the accuracy. And he's already got the strikeout stuff, and I think we just need to keep in control. So what do you think about, now that Hicks is brought into the fold, so what do you think about him starting, him versus Mabin, him versus Gardner, him versus Stanton? How do you want to use, our outfield has a lot of moving parts, and Judge is not one of those. Obviously, he's staying in right field no matter what. But mm-hmm. the other four, for the most part, are expendable. Like they could be anywhere. So, what do you think? Your what's your ideal? So, what's your if you saw the lineup? What would you want to see? What if you were putting the lineup together tomorrow? Tough given, question. Given what we know now, yeah, with um, all the health health concerns, whatever. Yeah, I'm. I'm putting Gardner left, Hicks center, Judge right. So what are you doing with Stanton? Because they said they're optimistic about him. So assume that he – it's a squad too. So hope, I mean, he's probably going to end up being a DH. And, the, mm-hmm. and I, we're trying to pick, like, the better of two evils with the injuries too because, like, it's almost like, like a Frankenstein sort of thing. Like you're picking the guy who can run, so Hicks has a – injury in his arm so we're going to throw him in the outfield because he can play out there and Stan has a leg injury so he can DH <laughs> like it's like yeah play, yeah playing but it's with also the injuries. Like, yeah but it's also like okay if the DH is really up to at this point it's going to be if John Carlo can play it's going to be him and, and Edwin right and who and who, who, who could who we pick in there I was saying like who could <laughs> like who could run faster Giancarlo with a with shitty a, leg. With or, the, with the or strained Edwin quad or Edwin with his fucking <laughs> fridge on his back. <laughs> yeah, like, it's really like, what, what are you going to do? And both of them are, I would say, hitting roughly. I mean, you know, Stan had that bomb, and Stan's always that guy who can just not going to hit a bomb, but I've never been a big fan of Stan. I never really thought he was the most amazing, you know, pickup in the world. But, like, I, I'm not. I'm not fully convinced on Stan. I'm not fully so pick, convinced. All right. So on pick your one. lineup. Pick your lineup. Who's all your outfield? Right. Inclu- and DH. Right. All right. I'm. I'm saying Gardner and left, Hicks and center, Judge and right, and we'll keep it with DH with Stan, with uh Edwin. So I think Edwin can turn around. I don't know if Stan can really turn. Stan hasn't played at all this entire season. I mean, I get it, but I, he, did, he did just come back, and he's spitting on balls, working it. walks, and he hit home runs. So, and he also is that Giancarlo Stanton, like I said, with Sanchez. So he's like, you got to pitch around him. It's Giancarlo Stanton up. Everybody knows he's a he's a yeah. You also, yeah, but you also pitch around um, Edwin Edwin Diaz Edwin Edwin, Edwin, Edwin You got to pitch around him too. <laughs> Edwin Diaz. Diaz. You know why I said that? Because Edwin Diaz just flows off the tongue better. And once I started saying Edwin Diaz, just came right off my tongue. <laughs> yeah, Ed, Ed, Edwin Diaz's balls usually fly off the bat quicker too. He's been fucking terrible this year. Do you, do you know Met. how? Do you the know daily, how here's the call. daily. Here's the daily. Fuck the Mets. So let's just make sure they're yeah. a little in our mouths do you there. Know, 
Do you know how many at-bats Stan has had this season? If I had to guess? Do you, do you, so you don't know. So guess. Please guess. I'm going to guess. All right. 51. Wow. Really, really, really close. It's 59. Wow. I mean, he, he only played, like, what, nine games? Um, I, well, I'll divide that by five. Whatever it is. Yeah, but yeah, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Small sample size, like Murph likes to say, but, I mean, regardless. Edwin, like, had, Edwin had, like, over I know, 400. I get it. That. All right. So you're, you've convinced me, and I'm going to do exactly the same thing. I hate to pick the exact fucking thing, but – I definitely agree with Hicks in center. Have you seen the fucking the guy can play outfield? He's our best center fielder. He patrols yeah. center. That Hicks catch like not nothing else. Also, He's got a hose. Also, Hicks. Every time he's injured, which isn't a crazy amount, but when he's injured and he comes back, there is no sign of him slowing down. He always comes back like yeah, until he, he gets hurt again. <laughs> right. What I'm saying. Every time he comes back, he is just like he never left. And that's why I love it. And that's why I have no hesitation to just put him out there. And you know what? And comparing him to Stanton, I feel like Hicks like, genuinely just – he'll play hurt. Like he wants to play. He wants to play so bad. Like we even we, – we were like – I mean the, everybody was shocked by that news when he came back. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, Hicks is done for the year. Oh, by the way, we have Hicks. <laughs> and when, yeah. the line of, when the ALCS uh, 25 man came out, like, oh, Hicks is on it. And he comes in, he hits the ball. He hits the ball last night, which is something that a lot of people didn't do last night. And he dug it out. He ran fast. I mean, his injury isn't in his legs. So, I mean, I'm going to definitely go with Hicks in the center because fantastic fielder, switch hitter too. That, that's a lot. We can, that gives us a lot of flexibility with making the lineup with the lefty-righties too. I know yeah. they like to spread it out. And then I'm going to definitely go – I mean, I don't know. It's, it's either – Stanton and left are Guardy, and I think if I want an outfielder, it's going to be Guardy. And Stanton has showed he's not really that good in that fielding out there. And the the benefit here of picking Edwin as the DH is, like we said before, to circle it back to the Sanchez thing. If we do decide to pinch hit for him, Stanton's that yeah. pinch hitter. And then we can move Stanton out from the pinch hitter role and then have Romine finish the game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, yeah. I, I agree. With I that. could definitely see all of that. And I'd definitely be happy about that. Yeah. But, like, at the end of the day, you know, when you look at the lineup, LeMahieu, Judge, Torres, I mean, three that, people, that top those three, three people are so scary. Yeah. I mean, we right even now. talk about right it. Like, one, one through nine were unbelievable. But, like, and I, I didn't three. even, the, the top three is, like, I was even saying before, like, we don't really have a top of the order. But we so do because they're just that much better. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not a yeah. downgrade going to the other part of the lineup, but like having that top three, I need that injected into my veins all day. Like yeah. that, it, it's amazing. DJ gets on, Judge hits a home run, and if he doesn't, Glaber does. Or he hits yeah. one of those classic line drives down the third baseline and the stadium erupts. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, I'm going to just throw something out there. I'm going to completely change the topic because. I've been thinking about this all day. I've been waiting to just rant on it. But I just I just fucking hate the Astros so much. And yeah, I'm, I'm starting ask, to hate I'm them. Gonna, I'm going to ask you this, dude. Do you think we just drill Correa as first at bat? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be I, – I know, I know uh, Chobani was talking about it in the group chat, but 
I mean, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed. And I think if we had a brawl, that would start a brawl for sure. For sure, that would start a brawl. And if we're in the Bronx, I know I'm taking us over anybody in a brawl. So that's also yeah. a good thing. We're going to be in the Bronx. We're protected. I mean, I drill Correa. <laughs> he didn't do anything <laughs> like unwritten rule breaking, anything like that. But like, there's no, there's literally no reason to. He hit a walk off. Like that'd be that'd be actually so soft if we did that. But no, what what I was really just saying that was kind of, I was 100 joke. My, I, I know, was really I know. Talking about, <laughs> I was really saying because like I, like I saw like Bregman on Twitter and he was like, um, you know, there there's no way that going that series going on too. There's no way we were we were gonna win that game. Like fuck off, dude. All right, we kicked. Yeah, we it took fucking, you 11 kicked, innings. Kicked your ass. <laughs> yeah, we kicked your ass in the first game. And it took you eleven innings to at beat us by one on a fucking home run at home. So fucking fuck you. We'll see you in the Bronx. Yeah. Don't get fucking jumped. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Judge goes out and says like, "I mean, there's no way we're going to lose a game at home." Yeah, we can end the series in these three games. Yeah, cool. And then we then we fucking win. I'd I'd be I signed me up for that. I mean. <laughs> I mean, all right, so let's start wrapping it up. Uh, so previewing the next game, at least it's Seve versus Garrett Cole. I think if anybody in this entire league can get to Garrett Cole, it's us. The guy's good. Don't get me wrong. He's probably the best pitcher this year. But if anybody can get to him, it's us. And I think we can definitely, definitely expose him. And a lot of people are looking at it like as a matchup. Like, oh, how, can, how is Seve going to beat Garrett Cole? He's not mm-hmm. beating Garrett Cole. He's beating the Astros lineup. He needs to just put up his numbers, and we're going to face Garrett Cole on the offensive side. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fine. It's just like – but a big key for Seve is, like we said, the control, but he needs to get length. And that comes that goes hand-in-hand hand with the control, but he needs to stretch it out a little bit. Because especially if we're doing a bullpen day on game four, we need him to – we can't have him get pulled. Yeah. A hundred percent. He he needs to be, you know, he needs to be lights out. He needs to be accurate. Um, yeah. He can't he can't be throwing. You know, he, he only threw four innings last game. You know, he, I know. And we we can't do that again. He needs at least five or six, and that's asking a lot. But it's the playoffs. Yeah, and at this rate, we're gonna we're gonna be throwing. You know, if he only throws four, then we're gonna see another six, five or six people coming from the bullpen again. And it's gonna be another. One of those like long bullpen games, and especially if it goes extras. Yeah, especially if it goes out. You, you got to plan for that kind of stuff. So, uh, the the key to this is he needs to go. He needs to go. I I think he needs to go six six and two. Like he, if he goes, I, and we need him to go six. Yeah, he needs to go six, and that that's that's a fact. He cannot go less than that because then the whole entire bullpen, the whole entire yeah. is going to be fucked up. And so we, let me ask he, you. We need, to kick Cole. we need to kick Cole out and, and... Yeah, we need to work the count, get his pitch count up. Yeah. But if... Let's say Severino does go six and we use for the final three innings or it, barring it doesn't go to extras. He does go six. We have three innings to, of a bullpen to throw. And like if he doesn't... If he gets pulled early, we use the bullpen in that game. And then what the hell do we do in the bullpen game? Like... We're going to be seeing a lot of the CCs and lasagnas and haps and Sessas and like I don't want to see that against the Astros. Is I don't know this, but is um, 
is Paxson a complete complete no go? That's what I was going to ask you. It's like, do even, you even if even if he even if he threw fifty? I mean, look at what Strasburg and uh, and Scherzer have been doing. They they're coming out. I mean, Scherzer is he's a psychopath, but he's also a human. So he's coming out there and he pitched on one day's rest. He came out in the pen and then pitched the very next game, didn't he? Yeah. So I mean, we need wow. a little bit of that. I mean, he's crazy, but like we we need some of that. We need. Paxton to like nut up or shut up and then we need him to come out and fucking not be a mental midget I mean Paxton's good so if he comes out and he throws in the bullpen day for two innings and then we get Tanaka the next day and then we get Paxton on shorter rest but like I mean the timeline here the the key the key to to the game on Tuesday is low pitch count for everybody yeah that that's that's the that's the biggest the biggest biggest thing. Yeah, I mean that's and, always the, that's always the case, but <laughs> yeah. All right, fucking Einstein. I know, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm saying, like like last like last game when when Severino pitched, it was Severino, Canley, Adovino, Green, Britton, Chapman, and that worked out pretty phenomenal, you know. And I think if Severino, but that was also Severino like only pitching four innings, but if Severino can go six. And then it's like, now obviously, in a perfect world, we put up a six spot and we can throw fucking Loisaga and CC, and they can just fucking blow their arms out for the rest of the game. That's that's in a perfect world, but yeah. you know, in 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 reality, it's probably going to be something like what it was before, where it's Camley out of Vito, and then hopefully a Britain or a Chapman, and then we save Green and Green can start on Wednesday. Yeah. All right, I think we covered a lot. A little bit, a little bit of rants in here, but uh, closing comments for me, I'd say Sten is made of glass, and he needs to fucking nut up. He needs to grow up. He needs to play baseball, and if he's not, then I don't want him on the team. If he if he doesn't play now, then get the fuck off the team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh. And I also wish the Astros had still had that hill in center field. Because <laughs> if they had, because if they had, remember they used to have that hill like three years ago. Yeah, I know it was fucking awful. Yeah, I loved it. If it was there, because we had a lot of balls to center field, they would have tripped every single fucking time. Springer, <laughs> Springer would have tripped every time up yeah, that hill. We would have fucking tripped too. Nah, not with Hicks. Yeah, all right. You can see Hicks diving and just fucking his back. Whatever. I just wish they had the hill. It'd be funny. Because for last game, at least. <laughs> uh, oh, and also, one more thing is the uh, that Geo catch was unbelievable. Oh, my God. I he literally that guy so much. He literally told, because Bregman did it the night before, but he's like, anything yeah. you can do, I could do better. Yeah, that, that Bregman catch was six. Had that was sick, too. But yeah, that was fucking Geo just, just, just was like, hey, listen, I could do that fucking, too. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think the rest of the rest of the series, um, Gardner, Edwin, Sanchez, fucking get it together, start hitting baseballs until Tuesday at four o'clock, and don't stop because you need to get fucking get some hits and help this team out. You know, this can't be the fucking New York Torreses. You know, this this has to be this has to be a fucking can uh, a team effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the rest of it is just pitch countdown and fucking when it comes to the Bronx, everyone is listening, including us. 
let's fucking push him out of there. Yeah, I'm glad we're going back to the Bronx. We got a lot of good things coming, and I think we can win the series. Right now, we can end it, and we won't have any more of that fucking roof that was at. <laughs> it's like playing at the trop. Hits the roof, and then like you have no idea where it went. It got lost. Yeah, it was gonna be a pop out, and then it hits the roof, and they're like, oh, it's out of play. At least, at least it was out of play there when at the trop it's an out, or it's yeah. in play and it hits somebody. The shortstop can come over and get a home run. You just can't you just drop it in their glove. <laughs> That's happened uh, to fucking Frazier before. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that's different. Frazier's a different story. Um, but, yeah, that's, uh, that's it for me. Um, I'll see you at Billy's at 6.30 on Wednesday. Yeah, we'll be at the game, so we'll give them hell. This, yeah. was, uh, this was 161st Street Podcast, another episode. Definitely hit that rate, rate us five stars. Helps us out, makes us do it a lot more. Definitely subscribe to our podcast so you get the notification when new episodes come out. And make sure to follow us if you aren't already. You probably are because that's how the fuck did you find our podcast. (laughs) But make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram. We have a YouTube page. Might make a fucking TikTok. I don't know. (laughs) But (laughs) but, yeah, (laughs) MySpace, anything. But. You got me on WhatsApp. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's go, Yanks. Let's turn the page back to the Bronx. I like our odds. Hell yeah. We'll see you there. See you there. Shall bring disaster to evil factors Demonic chapters shall be captured by kings Through the storms of days after And to the earth from the sun Through triple darkness to blast you With a force that can't be compared To any firepower For its mind power shared The brainwave causes vessels to circulate Like constellations reflect at night Off the lake Word to the father and mother earth Seek an everlasting life through this hell For what it's worth Look, listen and observe and watch another sea cycle pulling my peeps to the curb. Heed the words, it's like ghetto-style proverbs. The righteous pay a sacrifice to get what they deserve. Cannot afford to be confined to a cell. Brainwaves swell, turning a desert to a well. Experience the best teacher. Thoughts will spray like street sweepers. Little daddy street preacher, illustrious feature. Narrator you select, accompanied by deck. Plus the DJ you respect. Seven and a half combined over the front line.